Our New Testament reading for this morning is from the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 12 through 17. Hear these words of scripture. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one excuse me, and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Here for the message. It has been a minute. Hasn't it? It's been like a weird time of I don't know um, since I've been here, since I've been able to see you all, and I thank you for prayers. Um, the Welch family is feeling well, and and we are looking to the new year with with optimism and hope, and that we have the worst behind us. How about that? So it is the beginning of a new year. And as the calendar turns, it's natural to think about this time as a restart, to take a look at our lives, to consider what is going well. What could use a tune-up? Or where do we want to commit ourselves to becoming more of who we want to be and who God has called us to be? And so in these first four weeks of the year, we are going to be focusing on restarting our relationships our relationships with God, which was last week, our relationships with ourselves, our relationship with others, and our relationship with our resources. Because we recognize that these relationships make up our lives. And that one relationship, it affects another, which affects another. Our relationship with God impacts how we relate to ourselves, and then that re impacts how we relate to others and our resources. And last week, Jenny encouraged us to take a look at our relationship with God and how we could commit or recommit to God, renewing our relationship, our covenant with God, and how we can commit to growing and learning with God in this next year. Because that's where it all begins, is with God. When we love God and we recognize God's loving grace in our lives, then that affects every single part of us. That interacts, that Im impacts how we interact with others, and that's how we focus a lot 
in the church. We focus on our loving God and our loving others. But when we do that, I recognize that in that equation, we're missing a very important part. We're missing the part where we love ourselves. And this self-love isn't self-focus, but it's about seeing the God within us. And that is important if we are going to love others and be God's disciples in this world. So I want to pause there today in this important part of the equation. Let's pray. O oh Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So at BUMC, our mission is to create safe spaces to grow with God and one another. And the challenge with any mission that we have in life is how do we know that we're actually doing something to work towards it, right? And so as part of their work, our vision team created some questions to help us to take this big vision statement and mission statement and to apply it to our personal daily lives, measuring how we are living into the mission. And these questions help take that mission of the entire church, apply it personal, so that we can really see how following Christ and being God's hands and feet in the world, it's not just about what we do when we are together, but it's about what we do when we are apart and we are living all the rest of the days and the hours during the week. So the vision team created questions to help us measure three different areas of our life. Whether we're sowing love and compassion, whether we're cultivating sanctuary, whether we're tending to lifelong learning, and that was last week, Jenny focused on that, and bearing God's fruit in service. Today, we focus on the measure of sowing God's love and compassion, because that's really what our relationship with ourselves is all about. It's about love and compassion. And the questions to consider whether we are actually doing this in our lives, sowing love and compassion, it's am I seeing myself and others through God's eyes? Am I seeking and am I giving forgiveness? This is not just for other people, but it's also for ourselves. Are we forgiving ourselves? And am I recognizing the presence of God's kingdom around me? Now, there's a lot here in these three questions. There's far too much to focus on in one sermon. So I encourage you that if you're available to join us on Wednesday night, we're going to meet on Zoom, and we are going to dig deeper together into these questions and how we can live them out and apply them to our lives. Today, though, I want to focus on that first question. Am I seeing myself and am I seeing others through God's eyes? Last week, Jenny shared a quote from writer Frederick Buechner, and I want to share it again. It's about God's grace and God's presence in our life. He says, the grace of God means something like, here's your life. You might never have been, but you are because the party wouldn't have been complete without you. 
here is the world. Beautiful and terrible things will happen. Don't be afraid. I am with you. Nothing can ever separate us. It's for you I created the universe. I love you. There's only one catch. Like any other gift, the gift of grace can only be yours if you'll reach out and you'll take it. And maybe being able to reach out and take it is a gift too. My favorite parts of that quote are, you might never have been, but the party wouldn't have been complete without you. What a wonderful image. And then God's saying, I am with you. Nothing can ever separate us. It's for you that I created the universe. I love you. This time of year is filled with all of this do better discourse. And, and like Jenny said, this, this new year, new you. But now in this moment, I want to remind us, I want to remind you that you are good right now, right from the beginning of God creating the first cells that would become you and your body and all that you are, you were and you are good. God loves you just as you are. Seeing yourself and others through God's eyes is recognizing and honoring your inherent goodness. In this very moment, your goodness, not when you have a consistent exercise routine, not when you have a better handle on your finances or when you get that promotion or whatever your goal might be for the new year. Goals are important. They're good. But in this moment, I want us to rest in this knowledge of being good. Rest from the the battle of trying to be everything that everyone else thinks that you should be. Rest from all of that and be who you are. Be God's beloved child. Take a deep breath and rest. God created you because the world wouldn't be the same without you. Our scripture from Colossians today said, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly, dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion and kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with one another and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all of these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. As God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion and kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Put these on like clothes. Cover yourself in them. Wrap them around you. Let them be a barrier between you and the often harsh world. 
What kind of clothes do you imagine them to be? Sometimes I imagine them these, these things, the compassion and kindness, gentleness and patience, humility to be maybe they're like a sweatsuit that we can kind of put on and just relax in, right? And know that we are good and find comfort in that. And then other times I think of it like a suit of armor to protect us when we go out into the world and we do life and do the things. Whatever these clothes look like for you, may they be a reminder to have compassion for yourself, to be kind to yourself, to be humble and know that all of this goodness, it's not because, oh, you're big and fancy and all of these things, but it's because of the God within you. And be gentle with yourself. Be patient with yourself. It's all, not all going to come right now. I'm saying that for me. <laughs> what would happen this year if we each treated ourselves in this way? If we loved ourselves and treated ourselves as God treats us? What if we treated ourselves, as Sarah Bessie describes it, with excessive gentleness. She says, gentle with your words to yourself, gentle with your expectations, gentle with your demands, gentle with your soul, gentle with your plans, your time, your hours, your sleep, gentle with your partner, with your kids, with your parents, with your people, gentle with your needs and your wants, and your desires. Gentle with your mind and with your body. What would happen this year if we lived into that posture? That is how we can every day sow love and compassion in our lives. It is that easy and yet that oh so hard. But I challenge us to do that. Are we seeing ourselves through God's eyes of love and compassion, of gentleness and kindness and humility? I want to leave you with these words from Sarah Bessie because they're so beautiful. And when I read them, I was like, yes, this is, this is it. Be excessively gentle, my friend. You don't have to earn this. You are beloved by God, our mother. Let God love you as a mother loves her baby. Amen and amen. Now as we move into a time of praying with one another, praying for one another, I invite those who are joining online to share your prayers in the comments. And those here, I invite you to stand as you are able, in body or in spirit, and let us pray our next song, or sing our next song together. Come thou fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of 
Christy, I like your blue card. Thank you very much. I think some of them in the pews now are not blue. <laughs> and Christy says, uh, joy for our staff and teams of committed volunteers as they navigate everything. Yes, and I do want to thank all volunteers and everyone for um, just the amount of pivots that we've had to make in the past month or so. And, and your willingness to do that and your grace through all of this. Um, we have, I recognize as a staff, we recognize this past week that we've not had the service that we've planned for since what it was like the, the second Sunday of December was the last time we had the service we actually planned for. So it's been an adventure, and I thank everyone for, for staying home if you're not feeling well or if you're just uncomfortable being here, and, and thank here for, for being distanced, for wearing the mask, and, and keeping us as safe and healthy as possible so that we can partner with our healthcare workers in that way. And um, also, um, Jenny asked for prayers for Elena, um, Gambone and asked for prayers in general for her and also for um, very specifically for two of Elena's patients. Elena is a nurse and she is right there in the thick of it with COVID. And then also online, we have several prayers. Um, Kathy asked for prayers for all of our college kids who are heading back to school. And Sue asked for prayers for Max a 17-year-old hockey player who had a severe back injury and is fighting to regain feeling and movement in his legs. And then Linda asked for prayers for her cousin Jan, who lost her husband, and for the family. And also for continued prayers for Keith, who is recovering from a health issue. Alan asked for prayers for their friend Lori, who's in the hospital with COVID and pneumonia, 
and for another friend, Ivy, in the hospital for non-COVID emergency illness. And Shelly asked for prayers for Leanne, age 43, who is having her first baby, and for her husband, Frank. Prayers for Phyllis having knee surgery, and for all who have COVID, and all of the medical people working without rest. Yes, we know that there are so many people who, wherever we work, whatever we do, we're tired and we're worn out. And so I pray for, for strength for each of us and for a little more endurance to get through this next, this next surge. It is good that we are able to go to God and know that God hears us, God responds to us, and so let us go to our Lord in prayer. God of flurrying snow and warm sun, God who encourages growth, we are creatures who sometimes grow quickly and sometimes we get stuck. God of freedom and of liberation and, and binding ropes that are being cut. God, we are bound in ways that we don't always understand or recognize. God of exodus and exile and homecoming. God who calls us to leave where we are and to come home to you. Help us to have the courage to make the journey and to trust your path. God of healing and health. God who wants to make us whole. We come as a people who are wounded in body and in spirit, people who seek healing. God, who has laid out a way for us to live and who has given us rules for living in community with one another, we come as people who sometimes go astray and who stretch the rules. Clothe us with compassion, goodness, kindness, humility and patience. Help us to see how we can wear these clothes in our daily lives. Transform us with these gifts that you have given us. Help us to know that we, we are good and we are loved, even if and no matter what. And God, I pause now and I pray for all of those people who are hurting, those people who are weary, who are exhausted and burned out. God, and I pause so that we might lift up our prayers individually to you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God, we know that even in those moments of silence, when it seems there is nothing, you are there. Help us to see you, see how your kingdom is here in our midst, around us each and every day. And we ask all of these things in Christ's beautiful and beloved name. And now, together, we pray with confidence the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. It is good to worship our God together. And I challenge you that as we leave this place, that we take what we've learned and we go into the world and we work to bring God's kingdom. And we have several ways to help you and encourage you in that. And there are, we're not having the traditional Sunday school hour after this service at 11 o'clock, but we, we do offer several different opportunities to grow in your lifelong learning. One is our small group on Wednesdays that we'll have on Zoom at 7 o'clock. You can connect with the, the office and get that Zoom link, or it's even, it's on the website in the calendar. And then there's also going to be a multi-ethnic inclusion conversation, how we can continue the conversation of how we can include multi-ethnicities, all of the people in the world in our work here at BUMC. And that will be on the 11th, and that will also be at 7 o'clock on Zoom. And then we will have talk with the team next week at 11.30, and that's going to be on Zoom. And it's going to be a way for anyone who is interested, whether you're new to the church or you just kind of want to come hang out with us. You've been here for a long time. But it's just to get to know our staff, to ask us questions, and we will do a virtual tour of the church and then we also have an MLK discussion for King of the Wilderness, that movie. That will be on the 16th at well, as well at 6 o'clock, and you can connect with the office or specifically with Jenny if you'd like to get that link. And then there's also a sensory inclusion training online anytime. And all of these ways are ways that we can commit individually to growing with God. And then we also have a way that we can be determined in our service, and that's through a Camp Wanakee workday that is on the 29th of this month. There will be activities outside, there will be activities inside that you can do with groups that you're connected to or um, individually or family groups. It's for all ages, and it's a way that we can continue to support one of our United Methodist Church camps um, as they prepare for the summer season, and to be with one another in community. So I encourage you that these are just a few of the ways that you can get connected, stay connected, and continue to grow with our church. So take a look at the bulletin at social media, our website. Linktree has all the things, and, and you can find out how to um, grow with us in our love for God and one another. Now, though, let us receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Have a wonderful week. God, we gather as your people to raise your song above and 
we dare to claim the promise of your love. Though the day may not yet be here, we trust it soon will be when your children will be free. Oh, may our hearts and minds be opened, fling the church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome, in God we all belong. May that welcome be our song. Oh, we sing for all the children that one day they be free. And we sing for generations yet to be. That they never have a reason to doubt that they are blessed. May they in your love find rest. Oh, may our hearts and minds be opened, fling the church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome, in God we all belong. May that welcome be our song. Oh, we pray for all the young lives cut short by fear and shame, so afraid of who they are and whom they love. May the message now be banished that your love is for the few. May their faith in you Oh, may our hearts and minds be opened, fling the church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome, in God we all belong. May that welcome be our song. God, we're working for the future when children far and wide can live their lives with dignity and pride. As they grow in strength and stature, may they join us hand in hand as against all hate we stand. Oh, may our hearts and minds be opened, fling the church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome, in God we all belong. May that welcome be our song.